0: hey you guys welcome back so every once in a while i like to do an episode about sourdough bread because that is one of the important parts of bread therapy mama is baking sourdough sourdough is kind of what got me into the whole like holistic crunchy motherhood homesteady kind of vibe Um, shout out to those who listened to the podcast back when it was called the Empowered Podcast. Um, it's always been a nutrition, a nutrition podcast, but the pivot with Bread Therapy Mama is more holistic, semi-crunchy, you know, stay-at-home mom or whatever it may be. I don't even know if I would classify myself a stay-at-home mom. I feel like I'm kind of half and half, (laughs) So, you know, whatever it may be, maybe you're like me and you're just kind of getting into the homesteading thing. Um, I kind of call myself a wannabe homesteader. That is definitely the goal. Um, and sourdough, I think, is the gateway into homesteading. So am going to do another episode here about sourdough. I know a lot of you guys tend to really like the podcast episodes that are about sourdough. So if you haven't listened to those yet i'm going to put the episode numbers in the show notes so you guys can listen to those so if you know you want to get started with sourdough you don't know where to start maybe you have a bunch of questions i have a couple episodes about that um you know one is like specifically about sourdough starter which i think is the hardest part of sourdough itself is just understanding the starter I have a question and answer episode with my dear friend Claire Fagan, who's the one who actually got me into sourdough. Um, I like watched all her sourdough videos and stuff. Uh, So like I said, I'll put those episode numbers in the show notes. But yeah, I hope you enjoy this sourdough episode. Not even completely sure um, what specifically it's going to be about and about to record it right now, but... Yeah, we'll just see where this episode leads. I'm Miranda Lee, and you're listening to the Bread Therapy Mama podcast, a show created for moms who want to feed their families foods that heal them, not hurt them. Food was meant to be our medicine, and the best way to do that is by focusing on the ingredients, not the calories. Here, you'll find everything you need to know about holistic nutrition sprinkled with some motherhood, faith, and non-toxic living along the way. I can't wait to grow with you. Let's dive in. So currently, I am sitting here with my homemade sourdough sandwich bread. Um, this one I flavored cinnamon raisin. Uh, I am spreading on some some cream cheese on it as a little as a little snack. Maybe you can hear it. I'm not sure if this is ASM ASMR, but here. I don't know. I'm gonna go back and see how that sounds. Hopefully, that doesn't hurt your ears. But um, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm buttering my toast right now um, while I talk to you guys. Uh, so, a couple things I wanted to share about sourdough. Um, one, one of the reasons why I make my own sourdough is because it is like it literally is impossible to find good real I guess real is the best the best thing to say real sourdough at like at like your you know neighborhood grocery store I have looked at so many um different breads that claim to be sourdough and they're not so here I'll I'll give you a couple a couple ways to spot fake sourdough because a lot of these bread companies like claim that they're sourdough, but I don't think they actually understand what sourdough is. Or they do, and they're just trying to trick us, you know, marketing. Um, because making sourdough is not the most uh, cost effective, I I guess, um, because it takes so much time. And these businesses don't have the time to make sourdough. So with sourdough, it is not made with traditional like active yeast, right? It's made with starter. So it's all about that fermentation process. And you know, it takes like 24 hours. You have to like let your, you know, uh, your bread, your dough ferment for all this time. So it takes like 24 hours to actually make your sourdough from start to finish. Maybe even a little longer if like you include the time to like feed your starter and whatnot. Um, These companies don't have time for that. So instead of doing that, these companies are um, using yeast in with their sourdough bread um, and then adding in vinegar to give it that like sour taste. Um, So if you look at the back of your bread, look at the ingredient label, if you see yeast in there, automatically that's not real sourdough bread. Sourdough is more of like a process. I think people think like sourdough is a taste. Um, A lot of my sourdough breads or the different goodies that I bake with sourdough don't have that sour taste. People just assume sourdough is sour. Um, So that's what these companies are, are kind of focusing on is like Making basically traditional bread sour, so they add in you know the vinegar um to give it that sour taste, so look at the ingredient label on on sourdough at the store and just just see if it's even real. I don't think i've I've found any real sourdough at like uh I like grocery stores, the only time I ever see real sourdough, if it's if it's like, let's say, made in like an actual bakery or like a store has like a bakery inside where they're doing it, or like small businesses. So that's one of the reasons why I like making my own sourdough because, um, as many of you know, I have um, like kind of an intolerance to gluten. So the fermentation process of sourdough. Um, just makes it so much easier for my body to process gluten but you know when you go to the store and you think you're buying sourdough um, you think your body's going to process it well and it's not actual sourdough it's a bummer because it makes you not feel so good when you have a gluten intolerance. So I'm just like why not make my own? It does take some time but I mean it's enjoyable. I think it's enjoyable and it actually doesn't take that much time once you kind of get going and you get used to it because it's not a lot of hands-on time it's just a lot of you know waiting in between um and what I've learned is like the traditional sourdough sourdough like loaf you know like with the hard crust and stuff like that takes a lot of um I guess a lot of hands-on time because you know you have to do the stretch and folds like every thirty minutes for four hours and blah blah blah. But there's actually a lot of sourdough recipes like the sandwich bread where uh, it's very hands-off. I put all the ingredients in my KitchenAid mixer, I mix it, I let it you know sit overnight to about like twelve hours, and then the next day I just shape it, you know, separate it into the loaf pans let it do like one more rise for like two hours, and then I bake it. Easy peasy. It's still sourdough. I just didn't have to do kind of like that extra hands-on stuff. You know, same with, um, with like cinnamon rolls, uh, and other things that I've made that aren't like the traditional sourdough loaves. So, yeah, there's so much you can do with sourdough, but, let me just warn the people who maybe eat sourdough because of their gluten sensitivity, um, for you to to respond well to the sourdough, and for that sourdough to have you know low, I guess, levels of gluten, it has to be something that's like actually fermenting. So there's a lot of sourdough like discard recipes. basically you know you use that extra starter that you have which you can call it discard whatever Um, you use that extra discard so you're not wasting it so there are these recipes where you can use it um, but that doesn't make it like officially like a sourdough uh, baked good so there's a lot of like sourdough discard pancakes or sourdough discard um, cookies where you add in like the sourdough discard but then like you bake with it right away. So it's not actually fermenting. So just warning you, if you are someone who has like a gluten allergy, not a gluten allergy, but gluten sensitivity like me, like I can eat a lot of sourdough things, but I have to be careful with sourdough discard things because it's not actually fermented. So the gluten's not actually be not actually being broken down. Um, since we're talking about this, we'll give you guys a couple more tips if you do have that gluten sensitivity. Um, you know, like if you're making like a traditional uh sourdough loaf, um you know all that's being fermented right so you're gonna be able to process it. But then when it comes to like flouring surfaces, uh if you're using just like traditional flour, like none of that's being fermented. So what I recommend um two different options. One use gluten free flour to um, you know, flour your surfaces, flour your bread, um, because like, that's not going to be fermented that it, but it's also like, doesn't, it's, You're not actually like baking with it. Right. It's just more to get this, like an anti-stick kind of thing. Um, so use, uh, use a gluten-free flour or I love using einkorn flour. I've talked about einkorn flour on my podcast. I mean, not on my podcast, on my Instagram before, einkorn flour, is like an ancient grain, like an ancient wheat. Um, So it's like very, very low in gluten. Um, It's like not processed or like not highly processed, kind of like in its original form. So it's not like bleached or refined or anything. It's like the original form, ancient grain. Um, It's great, your body um, has an easier time digesting it if you do have like a gluten sensitivity. So those are are some tips I have for you if you do have a gluten sensitivity, just to be aware because a lot of times like you'll dive into sourdough and like there'll there'll just be little things where like it's, (laughs) you're still getting that gluten in there and you might think that it's like the sourdough itself, but like it's not. It's like, okay, what are you flouring this stuff with? Like, are you making sure it's fermenting for a long period of time so it's actually breaking down the gluten? So those are the tips that I have for you for that. But besides the fact that, you know, sourdough is easier to digest because of the low levels of gluten and stuff, like making your own sourdough bread is just better for you in general than just buying your bread from the store. Because not only like do you know what the ingredients are, But like you also have like minimal ingredients. Like something I've learned from making my own sourdough is like this bread doesn't last that long. Like it can last a couple days on my counter. Otherwise, like it has to go in the fridge or the freezer. But Like, why is it that if I buy bread from the store, it literally lasts forever before it gets moldy? It's because I have all this extra nonsense in this bread. Like, look at the ingredient list. Look at the ingredient list at, um, at your local grocery store on the back of the bread. There's so many ingredients. And literally, there are three ingredients when it comes to sourdough. Flour, salt, and water. I mean, even... The starter is just made from flour and water. So, like, those are the only ingredients. So, I guess what I recommend for you is, um, you know, make your own sourdough. In a perfect world, you know, make your own bread. You don't even, like, really have to call it sourdough. Like, even outside of sourdough, make your own bread. And, like, bread products in general. Or find, like... A reputable person to um, like a small business or an individual or like a micro bakery and buy from them which is like a win-win because like one you know where you're getting your food from Um, odds are like it's higher quality you know fresh ingredients also made fresh who knows like when your store-bought bread was actually made by the time it was sent to the store and then you went and bought it like these companies aren't baking fresh bread every single day that you're seeing put on the shelves that day like unless it's a bakery of course but like you know if you're going to like Target or Walmart or whatever to buy your bread like who knows how old that bread is um and then the second thing is like supporting a small local business like we're all about that right like voting with our dollar um, you know, supporting our, our local economy, so, you know, that's, uh, those are two great reasons to buy from someone local, and trust me, I am, um, like, I sell bread, I sell sourdough, um, I have my own, I actually kind of just started this, like, maybe a month ago, like, officially, um, I have my own little micro bakery, so, I have my own cottage bakery where I bake sourdough at my house. I sell to local people, whether from my home or at farmer's markets. And I've connected with a lot of other cottage bakers um, in a Facebook group that I'm I'm a part of. And they're everywhere, you guys. Like, you can find a lot of cottage bakers. Um, If you want help finding someone in your area, you can message me. Um, I, I know some people in, in different states and whatnot where they have their own cottage bakery, um, where they sell from their house or farmer's markets, um, those like some great people to support, uh, just shoot me a message on Instagram at this is Miranda Lee and I can help you find someone if you don't know someone local, otherwise like go to your farmer's markets, you will find like a local baker or sourdough baker there and they probably sell out of their house on like a weekly basis and when it comes to like buying sourdough like you can buy essentially like in bulk and put things in the freezer when when you have like a frozen sourdough loaf if you just like spray it with like a spray bottle of water and you put it in the oven at like 350 for like i think it's like 15 minutes it'll literally be like a fresh loaf of sourdough that you can take out. So whether you're buying from someone else or maybe you're baking your own sourdough at home, that is something you can do because I know a lot of sourdough recipes like it doesn't typically make one loaf. Um, The recipe that I have on my website breadtherapymama.com makes um, two loaves because I use Claire Fagan's recipe and it makes two big loaves sometimes I make like three medium loaves with it and like of course you're not gonna most of the time sometimes you you might eat all of it at (laughs) at once if you have a bunch of people or if you're just feeling hungry but um like most of the time you you have all the spread and like you don't want to waste it so just put it in the freezer put it in the freezer put it in the fridge um even if like your sourdough loaf like gets a little stale or whatever, if you can you can turn it into like sourdough croutons. So, if you want to start your sourdough journey, but you haven't yet, um, a couple things: one, go listen to like my other sourdough podcast um, podcast episodes about it just so you're a little bit more prepared. Uh, but two, I sell sourdough uh, starter kits on my Etsy page. That comes with a mason jar to hold your starter. It comes with dehydrated starter. Um, It comes with 10 grams of dehydrated starter. You only need five grams to get started. I give you twice the amount, like just in case something happens um, that you can have a second chance if you need to, to try to rehydrate the starter. I have step-by-step instructions. It's pretty simple. A lot of people have done it. They said, you know, it's simple, step-by-step. You got it, okay, you can do it. Um, It also comes with two hand sewn covers. One is a jar cover to go over your starter in the jar because you don't want an airtight seal on your starter jar Um, because of the fermentation and the bubbles and the gas, it can literally like make it explode. (laughs) So we wouldn't want that. So that's what the jar cover's for. And then I have a bowl cover. Um, that's for like proofing your, your dough when you're baking. But honestly, I use that bowl cover for everything. Like we all have bowls that don't have a lid and we wish it did. Um, you can just use the bowl covers for that. And it's pretty big too. It fits like most medium and large size bowls that you have. Um, so yeah, and all that comes in a kit that you can just order off of my Etsy, um, Bread Therapy Mama. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes, but um, yeah, that way you can get started with your with your own sourdough journey. And it has step by step instructions for also like making your own bread. Um, you know how to get started, how to maintain your starter, um, different recipes. Like there's just a bunch of stuff, so you'll have everything that you need. I think the only other thing I would recommend besides the sourdough kit is a Dutch oven. If you are someone who wants to make like the traditional sourdough loaves, um, a Dutch oven just makes it 10 times easier. But there's so many sourdough things that you can make that don't require a Dutch oven. Um, Like I said, uh, cookies, sandwich bread, like all you need for that is a loaf pan. You don't even need a KitchenAid. I just use that because I have one. You can hand mix or use like, you know, an electric mixer or whatever, but like I highly recommend you guys start your own sourdough journey, give it a try. Um, Otherwise, you know, just look out for the quality of all the food that you're buying, but right now specifically the bread, because so many breads have unnecessary ingredients. Like one of the biggest ones is sugar. Like your bread shouldn't have sugar in it. It doesn't need sugar. but there's just so many unnecessary ingredients in store-bought bread, so you know, just so we're all aware. And in a perfect world, we all would be making everything that we have by scratch. We'd be growing everything from our gardens, but you know, it's not it's not realistic. Even back in the day, like that's, that wasn't realistic. Everyone like found like their few things that they were really good at, and everyone swapped. So it's kind of like. That's what I do, and I think it's really fun. Like I make my sourdough bread, and I swap with people for um, eggs. Um, I swap. I've swapped with people for different produce, also local honey. So you know, see, just dabble in the world of sourdough, and it'll it'll kind of catapult you into this whole new world itself. Like you can call it homesteading. You can call it getting back to your roots, maybe more old-fashioned living whatever it may be but yeah sourdough is kind of like the gateway to all of that that's why like I recommend doing it um you know it, it forces you to slow down and I think it's cool to have new hobbies and new skills and who knows if one day the zombie apocalypse hits then you'll have a you'll have a skill that you can trade with other people for like homemade uh moonshine or something like that I don't know but all right, that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed just talking more about sourdough. I could talk about sourdough forever. I I love it. I think it's I think it's amazing. Um so go ahead and follow my Instagram. I have two now, so my main account is this is Miranda Lee, but I also have my new account which is Bread Therapy Mama. It's mostly where I'm doing like local bread orders. Um, Right now I live in like the uh, Hampton Roads area of Virginia, so that's where I sell, but um, also just going to be probably adding in more sourdough-specific tips and tricks and maybe recipes and whatnot on that page. So feel free to follow that page as well. Be patient with me. Um, Social media is not my favorite thing. I try to be more consistent on it. So if you're someone who has um, followed my Instagram page or even joined my Facebook um, empowerment community, oh, oh shoot, it's not called empowerment community anymore. That's what it used to be called. Um, but my my Facebook like old-fashioned nutrition community, um, I'm sorry if I haven't been as active uh, it's just hard juggling, uh, motherhood with being a small business owner, but I promise I'm doing my best and I am just one message away, but I'd say that Instagram is probably where I'm the most active. So go ahead and follow me on there. Um, or you can always check out my website, breadtherapymama.com and my Etsy is linked on that as well. But all right, that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for joining me and I'll catch you next week. Thank you all for joining me in another episode of the Bread Therapy Mama podcast. If you like this kind of content, check out my blog for recipes, how-tos, product recommendations, and more. Just go to breadtherapymama.com. I'll see you all in the next episode.